Hello and welcome to The Franchise Life. I am your host, Stacey Shannon. Today, we are highlighting an emerging brand called Sugaring LA. And with me today, I have Rachel Stender and Marissa Kochnover with Sugaring LA. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, what a beautiful lineup I have today. So excited. (laughs) All right. So Sugaring LA, an emerging brand, five corporate locations in California. This Mm -hmm. is a space um, that is a huge, um, just a huge industry. So I pulled some metrics from Statista.com that says the global market value for natural and organic cosmetics and personal care in 2023 is $39 billion. By 2031, this market is anticipated to grow from that $39 billion to $58.6 billion. That is only eight years away and significant growth. So ladies, what is Sugaring LA? Rachel? Um, Sugaring LA, I think Marissa actually says it best. She came up with the best descriptor. It is the whole foods of European wax centers. It's the whole foods of hair removal as we know it. It's the people that are looking for a clean, better way to remove hair from their body. And it truly is for everybody. It's for sensitive skin. It's for any type of skin. It's healthy. It's natural. We use all organic products. Um, But it is simply hair removal um, in a different technique, different ingredients, um, but natural, healthy, organic, and better for you. So when you mention natural, healthy, and organic, what does that mean to the end consumer? What is that wax product or sugar product comprised of? Mm-hmm. So it's actually organic sugar, lemon, and water, and that's it. So it's combined into a paste, and we have different levels of paste depending upon what part of the body is being sugared, um, what the hair type is like. So there are different types of paste involved, but it's simply that, sugar, water, and lemon. So where does the proprietary aspect come in of the brand? That's a great question. So um, Danielle Correa, our founder, she has used um, the proprietary recipe for this mixture that she has had for the you know the past. She's been in business since 2011, so that's part of her um, just part of her operations. But another proprietary part of Sugaring LA that really has this brand standing out and setting the franchisees up for success as the institutional knowledge that Danielle is bringing to this and the proprietary technique that she's developed that she likes to refer to as smart sugaring. Um, And essentially what that is, is it's a particular way in which each service is performed, but to the layman, basically, the the whole process is um, faster, 
it's less painful and it's more effective. She can do shorter hair more often. So you don't have that yucky um, grow out period that a lot of people can't stand. Um, so it, it's a, uh, that's the sets the studio apart from other hair removal offerings. So I've been a consumer of this type of service before, but more from a waxy, never tried sugaring, which I'm really excited to at some point here. But what I love about this business model is it's very much a recurring revenue business model. Mm-hmm. Once you start this, it's kind of like lashes. Once you start this, you don't want to stop, right? You don't want to go back to the old way of doing things. Mm -hmm. So that's where the recurring revenue aspect, Mm -hmm. I would imagine, is a very strong attribute of this business model. Very much so. (laughs) We launched uh, an official membership program this spring that's been very successful. Prior to that, it was a discount when they would rebook. Um, And hair removal, I would say, is even more of a necessity um, than lashes. I I love lashes, um, but when it comes to hair removal, it's not as if you can wait or take time off. You're always going back for hair removal. And with that timing, it's just important to keep that cadence. So that monthly membership is, is an ease of use for our clients. It's not expensive. Our California locations right now, if you're doing a Brazilian or extended bikini membership, it's $65 a month. So it's very minimal, but it's maintenance and it just allows them to come in. There's discounts on products and additional services, but we've seen an enormous reception to it. Um, I wish we could share the numbers, but we can't, Um, but it's been very successful and it really drives um, customer loyalty and continues to bring people in the door. So Rachel, in that $65 a month, is that one visit Uh, Mm -hmm. that a member would come for? And is that Mm -hmm. the typical length of time that uh, is desired between services per se? It depends on the person. Uh, So usually people will come in every three to four weeks for their next appointment. Um, If they've been coming for years, that might be more like four to five, but three to four is your average consumer. Um, And we have some that do come every two weeks, but those are the people that don't like any hair ever really showing, and they're going to get the hair in a different stage of growth um, when it's starting to break through the skin, which also will start to make your hair more more fine and thin and more sparse over time. Um, so there's a lot to it that Marissa and I, I don't think ever really knew until Sugaring LA, but because it's, it's a service that you you are going in for it's not just the hair removal it's the exfoliation of your dead skin cells it's the it truly makes your skin feel like baby skin um it softens it exfoliates it's healthy for you um so they would even say that even if you don't have hair but you've been in the sun a lot a sugaring is something that's really good for your skin um so it's not like waxing where it takes off live skin cells and where it can break a lot more hair follicles and cause irritation and redness um, so it's a very appealing service for people. Really? And the, the fa- <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. Go ahead, Marissa. 
I was just going to add to that because we do have the recurring revenue, the membership model. But in addition to that, we also offer packages, which are ideal for clients that Rachel's um, referring to. People who are looking, you know, they, they might not have as much hair regularly that they want to remove or they're looking for the added benefits of the skin conditioning and exfoliation. So there's package options for them as well. So we really are able to hit um, the demand from both ends. So I love that uh, on the Chagrin LA website, you call uh, the individuals that perform the services sugarist, which is really, it's really fun. So what type of experience or accreditation or background do you, the sugarist need? So they're either cosmetologists or estheticians. They can, we can go either way. But then we, of course, have our own training because they, they don't actually learn sugaring in beauty school, either, either you know, either the profession. So we provide that. Um, obviously, we have a whole training program that's baked out so that we can get everybody up to speed and, and ready to go. Awesome. Um, so let me ask you this. Uh, when... Somebody is reviewing this business model and comparing it against other, say, other offerings in the health and beauty space. What do you think sets Sugaring LA apart from others in the space? Well, my first thought is that this is not a want-to service. This is a need-to service. Hair always grows back, and we we love the beauty space. I mean, obviously, we, we have a bunch of beauty brands, that we, and we love them, and, and they do wonderfully. But um, some of those are more of like that want to, aspirational type service, where this is just that service you need to continue to do all of the time. Um, I think the other component to this is that while we do fit into the beauty category, we also, we fit into the wellness category because this is not just um, geared towards women or, or um, you know, a particular beauty service. This is the way we position sugaring ally and sugaring services are skincare for everybody so our our marketing and and the way the way in which you know we present ourselves is really we're here for people to come feel good in their skin so it's more of the it, it fits into both categories i think in in terms of beauty and wellness well i think that um you know you said it's for everybody and what really stands out when perusing the Sugaring LA website is this is not only targeted for females, which I think there mm -hmm. could be a, a misperception in that area that it is primarily a female offering. But the website clearly shows um, that the mm -hmm. offerings for men, for male and female. Rachel, do you want to touch yeah. on that a little bit? Absolutely. And, and you're right. We do have about 20 to 30 percent men coming to our studios at this point in California. And, and that can be more or less depending on the area that you're in. But men are looking for solutions as well. And the only hair that we will not do will be really the bearded face. We'll do up on the neck and then the head. 
because the head, the way the hair grows is just differently than the rest of the body. Um, but otherwise, we have men use all of the services. Um, so anywhere that a woman would have hair growth, we can also sugar for men. And uh, we have packages for men. Um, we are a very welcoming space to male or female of any age, too. So if you're bringing a teenager because you don't, you want them to have a good experience with hair removal um or it's it's a man or it's your grandma <laughs> you know everyone is comfortable in a sugaring la you know when it comes to sugaring la it's not about the location it's not la it's more of that aura you're thinking of the beach the waves the sand the surf we want you to feel relaxed and rejuvenated and just that real lightness when you come into the studios Well, that's a great segue then, Rachel, to talk about the footprint and what a Sugaring LA studio would look like. So you've Mm -hmm. described the experience of what, you know, the goal is for the end customer or your client to experience. But from an investment standpoint, Mm -hmm. Rachel, can you just touch on, you know, what, I mean, certainly this is a brick and mortar uh, Mm -hmm. investment and what that looks like from a from a footprint and build out standpoint. Sure. Yeah. So our footprint is small. Um, our locations, once candidates are learning about Sugaring LA, the ones that are open are two to three rooms. The problem we've had with that is that we're turning away so many people, and we could easily fill up another room during the busier times um, many of the days so our core footprint with our franchise model is four to six rooms but it's still a very small space you're looking at 1,000 to 1,300 square feet in with those four to six rooms there's a small lobby welcome area there's a little back room uh, bathroom um, but other than that very straightforward rooms what I also love about the build out and I always speak to the simplicity not just of the business model but your actual location you have pots of sugar paste and those pots of sugar paste are just in little warmers and again it's body temperature so it's not hot but in the rooms other than that you have your bed and we have some very nice bed covers that are a almost soft vinyl leather feel. So we can clean them off with hospital grade wipes and you don't have linens to wash. You don't have towels. You don't have any of that. The only towels you have are the ones that we're using with water to wipe any sugar paste off. Um, so it's, it's a very simple setup when it comes to room. The aesthetically, they're beautiful very airy, um, just think beach colors and sea glass. Uh, and that's a little bit what it's like. Well, we definitely need one here in West Palm Beach then because <laughs> it would fit in perfectly with, it would. <laughs> with the our other sur- thing. Yeah, if I can comment, sorry. Um, one, the other thing that makes it easy for someone that might be a little bit terrified of a build out because they have never done it is that we also have a real estate and construction project management team that's from the time they sign their franchise agreement, they're holding hands through the whole process. So as a franchisee, I can focus on hiring my team and training and marketing and digging into all those things and making sure my community is aware that I'm coming, but I don't need to worry about my build out because we have experts on that side of the fence to be able to take care of that in the best way possible. Um, So that's another piece um, of simplicity to the model. 
No, that's a, that is a great addition um, because that is something when, especially when I'm talking to new business owners, uh, you know, that have never invested, don't know what business ownership is like, that uh, real estate piece mm -hmm. can be a very intimidating part of the investment. So mm -hmm. that is fantastic. So let me ask you, um, Marissa, who are who is your ideal candidate? What type of investors are you looking for to partner with? That's uh, it's a great question. So I've, we are looking for a, a range of candidates, right? So because of the modest investment, we are seeing people who are looking for multi-unit opportunities. Um, so it's really, we, we've had quite a range, but it's people who do have an appreciation for the skincare and wellness industry and are interested in being that spokesperson and really the face of the brand within their community. Even if, you know, they're, um, hiring a manager and, and, and they have somebody else running the business for them, they're looking to um, be the ambassador. This brand is, is ultimately um, going, as Rachel mentioned, this, this brand, uh, we have um, big goals. We're pretty confident in what we're going to be able to do. And um, being that this brand will ultimately become the Whole Foods version of something like the European Wax Center, we want people who um, are proud to take that ride right and wear that brand on their on their um chest um but besides the larger multi-unit owner this also is a suited opportunity for somebody who's looking just to get in um and get started maybe even on their first franchise because again it's a simple streamlined model uh with a small footprint and and the investment is more on the modest side for a, a brick and mortar so as long, and, and we have that semi-absentee option, right? So somebody who's looking to have a manager run space, but then we do have that owner operator opportunity too. someone who really wants to dive in and become a part of their community and bring, bring this service in, show everybody there's a better, there's a better way. Awesome. So you've touched on the low investment, which, mm -hmm. you know, when, when talking about brick and mortar, uh, franchise opportunities, Sugaring LA is definitely on the lower end. And again, that goes mm -hmm. to what you ladies have talked about is the simplicity of the business model. There's not a lot, of, it's not capital intensive by any means. Mm -hmm. um, simple room build out, a, a reception area, bathroom and so forth. So the total investment ranges between two hundred ninety-four thousand and three hundred, about three hundred eighty-nine thousand, just mm -hmm. under three eighty-nine. Yeah. And really, the variable in that is going to be your real estate, because the other mm -hmm. costs are going to be pretty consistent, regardless mm -hmm. of where you open in the United States. But that real estate piece is really the the wild card there. Yeah. All right. So one thing I want to back up just a little bit, because one thing we did not cover is the various revenue streams. And I think that's very important. We talked about the sugaring, which is obviously the bed and bread, bed and or bed and butter, the bread and butter <laughs> of this brand. Breakfast um, in bed. Yes. <laughs> but um, what are, Rachel, do you mind just touching on the mm -hmm. other 
revenue streams mm-hmm. of the model? Absolutely. Um, so we do have products, um, you know, products, it, it's not going to be a, a huge part of the business. Your, your sugaring services will still be the core of your business. But what I love about the products is that you don't need a, you don't need to carry a line in your studio that's for dry skin and oily, oily skin or acne prone skin. The products work for every, we always say everybody and they do work for everybody. Um, so there is about 11 or 12 products at this point that are consistently used and recommended. But the key is, is that our sugars are pers- using a prescriptive way of helping our customers realize what their skin needs. What do they need to do in between appointments to make the service that much better, to make their skin better, to allow for better hair growth and deter any ingrowns that might be coming or any redness or any issues that they have along the way. If their skin is more dry or if it is more oily, there's so many things that can be done. But that that sugarist isn't someone that needs to be a salesperson. They're more of an educator uh, because our sugarists just want to make the whole experience better for our customer base. So the product purchases really come naturally to our customers. You know, they're leaving with the desire and honestly excitement of being able to use the products because they feel amazing they smell amazing they're extremely effective i can't begin to comment on that i don't think marissa and i can ever go without a few of the products that we use from from there at this point um and and that's just a a part of their routine um in between of when they come into the studio for their sugaring appointment awesome So just to recap, ladies, thank you so much for diving into the Sugaring LA concept. To recap, this is a lower investment for a brick and mortar in the health, beauty, and wellness space, I've learned. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, You have the recurring revenue aspect. It is a minimal employee model. We really didn't dive into that, but, you know, given the number of rooms, perhaps a receptionist, uh, lower employee model, this can be, it's a great concept for multi-unit ownership where you can put a GM in place mm-hmm. and have it manager run business. Um, five corporate locations. So we didn't get to touch on the ROI, but if somebody wants to dive into this model and learn more, uh, the five corporate locations who have proven the success of the model over and over in the mm-hmm. franchise disclosure document, there is PL information for those locations, which if you guys, ladies, want to comment on that, I think it's pretty impressive because a lot of emerging brands do not give a look into the financials as extensively as Sugar in LA. Very true. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Marissa. Yeah, you know, all I was going to say is I think that's very true. And what um, I was particularly, um, you know, impressed with is that it, it, this really isn't an emerging brand per se. She's been around for a long time. Her first business was open in 2011. So while it is an emerging franchise concept, she really has been able to prove, as you mentioned, really been able to prove this time and time again as she opened up all of her locations. So now um, what I find particularly exciting is that this is what she was able to do on her own 
I'm incredibly uh, excited to see what she's going to be able to do with all of the infrastructure and power and support behind her as we take this nationwide with the franchisee partners. But Rachel, go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. What were you? Oh no, say? that's okay. And I agree with everything because it is true. Um, it's not something that she thought this could be a good idea. Let me try and open one, and then a year later franchise it. Um, and she has made it through COVID. She is. I mean, forty percent of small businesses closed in California through COVID. Um, she's open. None of her locations closed. So when we look at numbers, um, for instance, um, one of her locations with three rooms, it did about nine hundred and twelve thousand in sales out of three rooms um, and then 296 in net revenue less kind of your core disclosed expenses um, so all of those main bigger expenses and we look at two room studios there's a uh, location that's 312 square feet with two rooms that did over half a million in sales you know again we're looking at a really good return on that um, so we know um, especially when we're considering the franchise model and fine-tuning and maybe not paying California wages, you know, so we we know what the potential is in this business. But what I love about the information we're sharing is we don't just have the kind of core PL information. We can tell someone based on these locations, this is how many Brazilians they needed to do per day to break even completely break even all expenses. Um, we can tell them the split of services and the split of services in revenue. Um, so they can see where, where is my revenue coming from? Is it Brazilians? Is it other services? We talk about Brazilians a lot because it is a, a key part of the business. It's 50% or more of most of our studios businesses. So that piece is there. And then we also have information about first time customers. And that's really key when someone wants to think about, okay, if I can convert X percent of first time customers coming into the door to memberships, what does that look like for my bottom line? Because you're building on that each month. Um, and again, I, I love recurring revenue memberships, especially those that you need to go back. This isn't a fitness membership where I'm going to try something new. Um, once you try Sugar in LA, well, I, I need it. I'm not going to go anywhere else because I love it. Um, so you're just building on that customer base over time. And the referral piece of it will be very large. Great information. And thank you, ladies. I didn't know how comfortable you might be diving into some of that ROI. So that is fantastic um, information. And again, it's disclosed in the franchise disclosure mm -hmm. document. So it's available for anybody going through the process to learn more, to gain visibility into. And Marissa, you are absolutely right. I say emerging brand. I know in my mind I'm talking franchises, but um, it, this is a tried and true uh, business model, you know, that's been in business for quite some time. It's been replicated over and over. So it definitely is in the emerging in the franchise space as an opportunity mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. available to others. So on that note, thank you ladies so much for joining me today. I am looking forward to helping Sugaring LA grow and bringing some qualified interested candidates your way. For anybody listening, if you are interested in learning more about Sugaring LA, please feel free to reach out to me at stacy at fusionfranchising.com. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you.